Welcome to my podcast. I'm Tanique Gandhi. I'll be doing this podcast alone with no co-host today. Today I decided to take the time to think about life and afterlife. I wanted to start off by talking about my childhood. Not like in a too negative light, but I want to start off talking about living without grandparents. When I was... Well... I didn't know exactly how old I was. I thought my grandmother died when I was seven, just to find out she died when I was six. So when I was six years old, my grandmother died. I don't have too many memories of my grandmother. I think the only memory I had was, and it's kind of sad, it's a picture of her sitting in a bed at either some hospital or some nursing home. I do think I remember seeing her maybe once and She was basically laying on the bed at our house that I currently live at now. She was bedridden. I never physically knew why my grandmother died. I always told myself she died because of old age. You know, most people, they die when they're old and age. So I was like, old age got her. That's why I was too young at the time to fully process what death is. And as a child, you're like, oh, my God. What's deaf? You don't understand it. You're too used to, oh, gumdrops, rainbows, toys, you know, Nickelodeon and Disney Channel. Or is SpongeBob going to be on this show? When I was younger, it was hard for me to understand fully what deaf was. And then when my grandmother died, I was like upset. I remember the day I went to my sister's house. My sister, her name's Talia. She's like my sister. We're like one year. We're like literally one year apart. We're close in age. So she'll be 21 in the summer. Like I'm 21. I remember when I was younger, I went to her house and I walked in her room, sat there. I think it was like maybe an hour and a half of me being there. I ran out of her room. I think I was, I might have been seven at the time. I ran out of her room and I was just bawling my eyes out. I was crying. My sister's mom's looking at me like, oh my God, did they get into a fight or something? Like, what's going on with her? Then my dad was looking at me some type of way. I just didn't know how to process anything. So I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, what's going on? Why is everybody looking at me like I'm, like I have something wrong with me, like like I have something mentally going on. So, after I was crying, my dad was like, what's going on with you? I said, you know, I miss my grandmother. She's not here. I wish she was here. My dad's like, don't worry. She's in heaven. You shouldn't think about stuff like that. I remember when I was, after my grandmother passed in the sixth grade, I spoke about her again. It took me some time to not really talk about my grandmother because it's like a touchy subject for me because, yeah, I don't remember much about her, but she was like my best friend. She was the only person in the world that made me feel like I belong, who made me feel like I had a purpose when I was um when I was in elementary school there was a hard time for me. People were picking on me. I didn't feel like I belonged. I felt like an outcast. I felt like a weirdo. I didn't really feel like, you know, I didn't feel like I was meant to be Sometimes I feel like, yeah, I still feel the same way. I just didn't feel like I was meant to be 
in this generation sometimes i feel like oh maybe if i was born in like the 90s or something or maybe if i was just born in my own little universe things would be different i remember when i was 12 years old in the sixth grade i think i might have been either 12 or 13 in the sixth grade you know we were having an assignment in english class you know standard english assignment well not standard but yeah, an assignment in English class, and it was you have to write a poem about somebody you love. So, of course, everybody in my class is writing poems about their little boyfriends, their girlfriends, a bunch of hoobla. And I'm like, okay, everybody's doing this standard. I sat there and said, I'm going to write a poem about my Nana, you know, my grandmother, the lady that is not here with me. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, wow. I'm going to write about my grandmother. So many people in my class laughed at me for doing it. They're like, ha, 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 ha. They were making fun of me. They were clowning me. They were like just laughing. And I'm like, it's funny because I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, it's funny because I'm writing about my grandmother. But little do they know she's dead. She's not alive. I feel like sometimes people judge you and stuff. And that day I really felt judged because it's like my grandmother's dead. What are you laughing for? You don't know that she died. But instead of you trying to ask me why am I writing about her, you'd rather make fun of me for it. After my grandmother passed away, you know, last year, 2020 was, oof, 2020 hit me the hardest. Coronavirus came, we had the pandemic, and then I lost my grandfather during the pandemic. I lost him. I lost my grandfather in August due to cancer, so my mom told me, you know what? My mom said, your grandfather, he has a couple of months left. He's not going to live long, you know, and you should enjoy the time you have with him. I was like, okay, you know, my grandfather, literally, my grandfather has done everything to make me feel like I belong. He makes me feel like people care about me my grandfather was the first person to show me how to love myself and how to be involved in life like when I was younger I remember one time we had valentine's day at my school and you know everybody in my class had their little valentine they're all excited and I just came home upset because I I just didn't feel like I belonged I felt like people were picking on me without telling me so I went home and all of a sudden my grandfather comes in I remember this story because it was like so it still makes me emotional sometimes i remember when my grandfather came home and he had a huge card that said i love you with a teddy bear and some candy and my grandfather said happy valentine's day you know sometimes it makes me emotional talking about it because me and my grandfather used to do everything we used to drive together my grandfather he used to be down <laughs> he used to be down what's it called ah crap how can i his old stomping ground used to be around duxbury a lot but it wasn't specifically duxbury it was ah crap he used to be at the roxbury men's club with all his boys he used to take me down there <coughs> man i used to be my grandfather's partner in crime when i was younger him in the front seat me in the back the dog in the back seat <laughs> you know i used to always go to duncan's with my grandfather i used to always get a Oh my god, a bagel with toasted cream cheese. Ever since my grandfather moved out, it was like I upgraded. And I got a bagel with... Not a bagel, I got a bacon and cheese and a croissant. 
my grandfather before he died though he had to move in with us because he ended up burning bad he was cooking at home and i don't know what happened at his house he was he was cooking at his house and he was living on shaman that's where my grandfather hung out the most my grandfather used to always be on shaman Ave. my grandfather willie used to love shaman Ave. but back to what i was saying there was a point in time where he was cooking and he actually ended up burning his skin and he had to move in with us it became harder for him to be warm we sent him to a couple of nursing homes that wasn't really treating him well. They wasn't feeding him. They wasn't taking care of him, none of that. And then when it was close to him being on his deathbed, we took him to this one nursing home where he kept taking off his mask and he wanted to hug us. And I just remember looking at my grandfather, looking hopeless and thinking to myself, I should be taking care of him, that should be me. These nurses shouldn't be taking care of him. And to find out that the nurses were beating my grandfather, they were hitting him, that's when I. That's when all bets were off. I lost my mind. I was ready to, like, I don't normally yell, but I was ready to yell that day. And then my grandfather, after he lived with us for some time, my mom said, your grandfather's possibly gonna die, and I can't bear with you guys looking at him dead. So he went to my aunt's house. My aunt told me that my cousin, my cousin, my cousin, his name is Day Day. His real name's Lawrence, so my cousin Lawrence. He went over, to, he went to my aunt's house to go see my grandfather. And that's immediately when my grandfather shut his eyes. Till this day, I have some type of like, I have some type of hurt, you know? I feel like, I, sh- I feel like I could have been there, you know? Some days I have this idea of why didn't I get the last word? Why couldn't I tell my grandmother goodbye before she died? Why couldn't I tell my grandfather goodbye before he died, you know? Yeah, death everybody dies they tell me that all the time everybody dies it's just it's so soon my grandfather died when I was 20 my grandmother died when I was 7 it's just how do you handle death yeah it's hard it's hard for me because they're my grandparents till this day I have people in my family that have died that my mom talks about that I don't know my mom's lost all her brothers my mom like I have I have three cousins that don't even have a mother because their mother died in a house fire that happened at our house. So yeah, sometimes it hurts me because it's like, yeah, I lost my grandparents, but it hurts me even more because I know my mother's upset. My mother has, my mother doesn't really have another sister besides the one she has now. So sometimes to me, it's like, oh, I know my mother's upset. So I try not to show that I'm upset, but... It's hard for me not to hold my pain in when I know that my grandparents are like my best friends. And people say, oh, they're looking over you in the afterlife. They're watching over you. Yeah, they're watching over me. But that doesn't make sense to me. I'm that type of person that, yeah, I get it. But it's hard for me to understand that when I didn't get to say my last words. Yeah, I went to the funeral for my grandfather and spoke. When I went to my grandmother's funeral, I didn't know nothing. I didn't know nothing. My I found out when I got older, my grandmother had a will. I found out that the house that I live in now was left for me. My grandmother left my cousin money and she left everybody else stuff. My grandfather died. He didn't leave anything. It didn't matter to me what he left. It mat- what mattered to me was the fact that I wanted to talk to him. You know, the thing about people is they always tell you you look depressed and you look sad. They always judge you before asking you what's going on, you know? Yeah, everybody thinks depression's funny. 
everybody looks at you and says, oh, because you're quiet, you're a weirdo. No, you have to understand this. People, I wish people could understand that. Most people who are quiet, they're not quiet because they're weird. They're not quiet because they're strange. They're not quiet because, oh, they don't like being around people. No, most people that are quiet, they have issues going on inside of them or they're just afraid to talk. I'm one of those people who have social anxiety. I used to talk all the time when my grandmother was alive. My grandfather, 